0: leaders, so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello, it's Saturday the 3rd of July and thanks for joining me on the latest on travel and destinations from the Green List and the Travel Desk of the Independent. Today, why you should go to Ukraine when it's good and open. It's a year today since the great unlocking of international travel and more on the Indian variant of the AstraZeneca vaccine. Really, there is no need to panic. So this podcast, of course, is completely free, as is my weekly travel email. You can sign up at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters. Well, Today, as you will know, England are playing Ukraine in Rome in the quarterfinal of Euro 2020, the great footballing festival. And I thought it was a good time to remind people about this great country, 4.6 times bigger than England, you might be interested to note. The population is about uh, 80% of England's, but the people are very friendly, very hospitable, and there is an absolute wealth of astonishing things to see. This was, of course, part of the Soviet Union, along with Russia and Belarus and many other places, and That has meant that quite a lot has been preserved in a way that perhaps it wouldn't have been on this side of the Iron Curtain. The place to start, if you possibly can, is Odessa, the miraculous port and beach city that's on the Black Sea. An incredibly elegant 19th century city that is simply full of wonders. And if you wanted somewhere just to have A great beach holiday. I can recommend nowhere better than that. You've also uh, north from there got the very exciting capital city um, at the heart of the uh, great rail network. And indeed, Kiev's main station is probably the biggest uh, and most complex in the whole of the former Soviet Union. Certainly, I mean, while Moscow's got about 10 stations, a bit like London, Kiev has this great central station and it is a very three-dimensional city it's a joy to to stay in and it's a great place just to eat and drink very very well uh you've got Lviv over to the west of Ukraine former Polish city and Very kind of central European. It's one of those many places like Krakow uh, that they call the New Prague, or at least they used to. And the Carpathian Mountains nearby are lovely too. The big draw, though, is that site of the world's worst nuclear disaster, Chernobyl. And this is somewhere to which there are very well organised, very professionally run, very respectful tours going out every day from Kiev. I went out um there were probably four or five hundred people going in that day. Absolutely regimented. They check you out in advance. They make sure that you are not getting an excessive dose of radiation and they take you to this Disaster zone that is gradually coming back to life. Nature is reclaiming it. You have the wreckage, of course, of uh, towns and villages that were simply abandoned after the uh, terrible explosion in 1986 of reactor number four. That reactor is now uh, under a very, very big steel canopy. Um, people are still going in there uh, just. Uh, A couple of days ago, Dr Claire Corkill, who is the leading expert on nuclear decay, uh, was in there doing some filming. So it's well worth going to. And a day you will always remember. It is so different. And of course, it puts you in touch with the very human story of the heroism that went on that day. And of course, good luck to both sides in today's match. 3rd of July 2020. Ah, what a day it was. I remember it from start to finish, literally, because it was the day that hospitality reopened hotels in Northern Ireland ahead of the rest of the UK. And so, therefore, you could check into the Bishopsgate Hotel in Derry at one minute past midnight. And I awoke there to find the Transport Secretary, Grant Shapps, talking on the BBC about how he was going to open up travel um this was 26 days after uh, the government announced travel so dangerous anybody coming in from anywhere has to quarantine um and miraculously in less than four weeks it wasn't dangerous at all and they could open spain france italy greece pretty much everywhere that you and i would want to go to apart from the us and uh, portugal Anyway, it didn't last very long, but it was notable that uh, pretty much all the way through, I would say from the 10th of July, when the measures actually took effect, right through to the start of the November lockdown, it was, in general, pretty easy to go on an unrestricted holiday anywhere. Um, And I was lucky enough, for instance, to go to France, to Italy, to Greece without uh, any particular problem. Um, I even squeezed in a trip to Portugal during the brief couple of weeks when it was not on the quarantine list. Now, of course, we've got a vaccine and it's much, much trickier to travel with far more restrictions in place. I think that may change soon. And one element will be proving that you have been double vaccinated and there's so much concern about the story in the Telegraph on Friday saying that anyone with what I'll call the Indian variant of the AstraZeneca vaccine will be banned from Europe. That is so far from the truth as to be scurrilous. No, you're not going to be banned at all. This was a bureaucratic detail about how possibly um, the AstraZeneca jab manufactured in the Serum Institute of India, um, identical to the one manufactured here, hasn't actually got European certification yet. That is a detail which I'm sure once they produce all the data will be a trivial addition and it will not be relevant whatsoever. The EU COVID, digital COVID pass is for the EU. It's not for people in the UK. The fact that The European Medicines Agency does not yet recognise one part of the UK's vaccine system isn't relevant. Every EU country will decide for itself the rules that it wants to impose upon British people coming in. And most of those are saying, yep, if you've got proof on your NHS app or on a piece of paper, that will be fine. And they are not concerned remotely where your AstraZeneca jab was made of course there are concerns about the us and the fact that the astrazeneca jab hasn't yet been certified there but give it time and all things will sort themselves out well that's all for now and thank you very much for listening remember you can get all the news you need 24 hours a day at independent.co.uk and you can follow that address with forward slash newsletters to subscribe to my free weekly travel email for now goodbye stay safe and i will talk to you tomorrow